I'm Renee Evans, co-senior leader of Bethel Austin. Make sure that you like and subscribe to our weekly sermons so that you don't miss what is happening here at Bethel Austin. We pray that this message inspires and encourages you. And most of all, we pray that you would have an encounter with the living God today. Good morning. Anyone doing well? Come on. Thank you, Jesus. It's a good day to be alive. Oh, how many people know God is still good? Jesus is still on the throne. The Word of God is still living and active. And the Holy Spirit is still on the earth, convicting people of sin and leading men to all truth. It's a good day to be alive. Come on, let's just give Jesus thanks one more time. Jesus, we thank you. We love you. We praise you. Hey, it's good to be back and uh, to see so many familiar faces and get to, get to hug people that we've been missing. As, uh, as my wife mentioned, we were, uh, we were on a short sabbatical, so we were off for four weeks, and um, <clears throat> her parents were in town, again, as she mentioned, from, from Australia, and, and uh, spent a good portion of that time with us, and, and uh, that, was, that was great. We had, uh, we had some amazing times, and I want to I wanna talk about, about some of that um, today. We also had some, some challenging moments through there, and um, my message today is actually called Standing in the Face of Adversity. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> it's a good uh, return from sabbatical message, right? <laughs> but uh, God is still on the throne. <laughs> God's still good. Jesus is still on the throne. <clears throat> yeah, thank you, Jesus. But it, it really is good. It's, it's uh, encouraging for the soul just to be around people who love Jesus and, and people who love to worship them with their whole hearts and get to get hugs that just invigorate and in charge. So, uh, Recharge, it's good to be back with you guys. Um, man, God is up to some good stuff. And uh, we just, uh, my dad just took a team, just, uh, my dad just took a team uh, to Huntsville Maximum Security Prison, and they had a service there uh, last night, and they had, uh, they had a couple dozen miracles break out in the prison. Oh. I think I should say that again. <laughs> they went into a maximum security prison, and God showed up. Holy Spirit poured out. They had dozens of miracles, men being touched by the power and the love of God, being transformed. Jesus is on the move. <clears throat> the kingdom of heaven is advancing. We also... Um, one of our, our own, Elizabeth Reisinger, uh, just came back from Greece, took a team to Greece, and they had crazy, uh, amazing things happen. Salvation's everywhere. If you just, you know, if you're on her kind of social media, if you see any of that stuff, there was posts every, every day of people getting saved. A lady in a, in a, I think it was a cafe, had metal disappear from her body. And there's video of her just weeping. This, I think she was a waitress just weeping as she realized what God had just done for her. Oh, so 
Listen, the kingdom of heaven is advancing. People in coffee shops are having metal disappear from their body. I, I love and I live for that moment when people, that aha moment when they realize that Jesus, the reality of Jesus, not just the concept or the theory or the idea, not the religion of, but the person of Jesus just touched them and became real. Oh. And they uh, so many testimonies. They got to open air preach near the part of the non. This this DJ that was set up there doing this this secular show was so impressed by what they were doing that he turned over his stage to their team and let them preach and give words of knowledge from the stage. Secular venue, bunch of miracles break out, salvations. The DJ. And his, um, and his transvestite friend both get born again. Oh, come on. Let's give Jesus praise for that. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. The kingdom of heaven is advancing. And, uh, you know... <clears throat> The kingdom is always advancing, and we're adva- about advancement because our Father is about advancement. Yes. Nothing, that he, nothing that God does decreases. He just, he breathes increase. How many people know that the, the breath of God, that God formed man from the dust of the earth, and he breathed a breath into man, and that breath is still multiplying to this day. And God always increases, but we also are in a battle. Well, I got quiet. <laughs> How many people know that we're, that we're in a battle? <laughs> that, that, uh, I didn't intend to, to recap from the beginning, but Adam and Eve, sin came into the picture in the garden. The keys were turned over to the devil. And he had rule and reign over the earth until Jesus came. And Jesus came and lived a perfect life, died on our behalf, descended down into hell, kicked the devil around, took the keys back. And on his ascending to the Father, he distributed gifts to men. He gave the keys of authority back to mankind. But essentially, we were given authority and an assignment because we're given authority behind enemy lines. Now your assignment is to transform this realm to look like his realm. The victory's been won, and we've been given the authority, but the transformation is still happening. Come on, and that's, that's our assignment. <clears throat> and we are on an assignment, and we're in a battle, and we have an enemy, and, and <clears throat> in advancement, in a battle, even when you're winning, you have to learn how to, to stand in the face of challenge and stand in the face of adversity. That winning, uh, I love um, what the, the, the famous boxer, uh, Muhammad Ali, said. Um, he said, you don't lose because you get knocked down. You lose because you stay down. Yeah, <clears throat> and we know who wins in the end, but it doesn't mean that there isn't an enemy trying to take punches and get shots in where he can. Is that true? Yeah. But we have a victorious God. Which means that we are a victorious people. Those who are his sons and daughters. And so, um, 
Woo! I'm feeling a little emotional up here, but, uh, you know, we had this, this sabbatical plan for five years, you know, in st- setting up the church. You know, uh, our mentors and fathers said, you know, it's really important to take rest breaks, and so we, we had it written in, and, you know, <clears throat> so here comes the time. Fast forward, and we're like, whoa, it's, it's here. We're going to take these four weeks off, and, and it's like the enemy said, oh, you want to rest? Well, I want to wrestle. And so we just had um, the craziest, um, you know, several weeks of, and, uh, and I'm just going to share some of that, <clears throat> but how many people know that the kingdom is still advancing? <laughs> and uh, God is still good. Jesus is still on the throne. The word of God is still living and active, and the Holy Spirit is still at work on the earth. And it, there, you always can choose what to focus on. The, 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 the same moment that a battle, a wrestle is going on over here, a victory is happening over here. The same time that there's a struggle going on over here, that, that, that people are getting saved in cafes and metals dissolving over here. The same time wrestles going on over here, Holy Spirit's breaking out in a maximum security prison. <laughs> So we get to choose what we focus on. Yeah, come on. <laughs> uh, the devil only has as much authority as we give him attention. <laughs> so in that, I do want to talk about some things, and uh, we had we had some we had some some great times, and and uh, you know as mentioned, we we went to Yellowstone as a family, and Renee's parents, as she mentioned, we had seen them and. In uh, three plus years, uh, that you know, traveling back and forth for Australia was really uh, not happening for a while there, and and so they came, and it was such a sweet reunion to see them. Uh, the last time they'd seen our five-year-old, uh, he was two when they saw him last, and it was just a sweet reunion, and we all went to Yellowstone together, and it was like amazing time. Um, there was, you know, there was floods a couple of weeks before we went, and so a whole bunch of people canceled their trip because they didn't, so, but we, we went anyway, and it turned out being like 95% of the park was open, but there was no crowds, <laughs> and, it was, and we saw every type of animal you can imagine up close. It was like this, this kiss from God. It was, it was so amazing, and we had a, we had a fantastic time, and, um, but a bunch of other stuff happened too, and, and at the very, you know, top of that list would be why we're there in Yellowstone. Our, our matriarch of, of our movement, Benny Johnson, passed away. And, uh, you know, very, very close. You know, we've been, we've been praying and we've been contending and we've been on, on Zoom calls with, with Pastor Bill uh, praying and contending, uh, you know, for Benny. And, um, you know, Bill and Benny were so impactful in my life, and I mean, a real mother of the faith, and, uh, and you know, someone who, these people, apart from my, my natural parents, have marked my life more than anyone on the planet, and, you know, Bethel's known for healing and, and miracles and cancer being healed, and yet, here she is, and we're content, people all over the world praying. And we're contending and contending, and we get the news why we're in Yellowstone that she has passed away. And uh, oh, that's, that's a tough, 
tough moment. And, uh, and, a, and a, a bunch of, several things happened. And I, I'm actually going to talk a little bit about this just for a moment. The devil only has as much attention as we give him. And, uh, but I actually, towards the end of our time, I was, I was so tired of, of taking these punches. God, I just decided, you know what? I'm going to write down a list of all the junk that's happened. I'm going to write down a list. And I made a list and I put it on the coffee table and I worshiped Jesus over the list for two days straight. I said, all right, enemy, if you want to come at me, you're going to watch me worship Jesus and give him praise in the midst of the trial, in the midst of the, the tr struggle. <clears throat> and um, and uh, before I go into that, you know, um, if you haven't had the opportunity to listen to uh, Pastor Bill's message from July 17th, the the Sunday after his wife's passing, uh, do yourself a favor, go and watch that. I mean, if you want to know what the Bethel movement, what the heart of Bill Johnson, the Bethel movement is about, go and watch that message. It is a defining message. Um, there is a similar uh, series that I, that I can't recommend. I've been for years been telling anyone I could talk to you. Uh, to get a hold of it by Bill called Enduring Faith, also from years ago when his father passed away uh, from cancer. And, and he preached two back-to-back -back Sundays, the weekend before his father passed and the weekend after his father passed. It's called Enduring Faith, and it is absolutely um, foundational as well. So I would encourage you to go and get those. Um, but so in all that... You know, we're like, okay, here we're going on sabbatical, and uh, we're going to rest. And the enemy's like, well, I want to wrestle. So um, I actually wrote this note and put it on the coffee table just to worship Jesus. But here's some, some things that happened. Um, apart, apart from, obviously, Benny's passing, which is the biggest, Renee's, Renee's mom, right before coming to visit us here, had a scan where um, black spots were detected on her lungs. Um, the week, a couple, the couple days before going on sabbatical, there was some uh, financial uh, issues that popped up that um, required me to be in, in several meetings over the sabbatical. Um, <clears throat> uh, I threw my back out at the very beginning of the sabbatical, and it was out the whole time. <clears throat> I re-injured a finger that I think was broken. I re-injured the finger um, because of. Benny's uh, service has just happened this this Friday. Uh, Danny Silk. So we had we had a men's conference scheduled for this weekend. That Danny Silk was the keynote speaker. Danny's on the senior team. He needed to be in Reading with the family, with the with the team, obviously. So three weeks out, we had had to reschedule our men's conference and figure out what to what to do with that. Um, we uh, we pay we. We were in Yellowstone, you know, for part of this, uh, this heat wave that you guys were having, which we were praising God for that. It was like 84 degrees during the day and, you know, 50s at night. It was wonderful. But, but we had, we, we, I don't, some of you have heard us talk about, we, we recently bought a, a property, uh, two acres, but it's a major renovation job. It's, it's near the tail end, but um, people thought the house was abandoned when we, when we bought it. Like, that's the shape it was in. So... We've been doing projects. Well, we had um, 
you know, we, we were having an, a really old AC unit being replaced. That happened. Why it happened to fall when they could do it? Why we were in Yellowstone? They replaced, spent lots of money to replace this AC unit, and it didn't work as good as the old one. So we get home to, um, you know, 106 degrees, and it's hard to cool down the house. Um, we had, uh, we had uh, this this wrangling between two roofing contractors and an insurance company that went on uh, for weeks. Um, I had, we had these big projects planned during the sabbatical. Um, I was building a cowboy pool. I was laying a, a concrete, uh, sorry, a, a gravel foundation for a hot tub. And we loaded a dumpster full of uh, yard debris and, and waste and all kinds of, all kinds of stuff. But I'm now doing all these projects with the thrown out back and a, and a injured finger. Um, our kids find a new level of the ability to annoy each other and test us as parents. <laughs> Renee's dad, right at the end of our trip, he gets home to Australia to find out he's got COVID. My mom gets COVID. Our whole family gets sick for almost a week of our sabbatical. No, I'm, I'm turning the page over. <clears throat> The week after our family gets sick, I get COVID. I now, because of the timing of that, I can't travel to go to be at Benny's memorial service. Renee was obviously still able to go. Uh, and uh, I'm so glad she was able to. Just last week, we had, um, we had fraud. You know, an attempted fraud on one of our church credit card accounts. It wasn't a big deal in that, like, you got the alert, like, hey, did you make this purchase? No, I didn't. Like, oh, okay, they froze it. Like, it didn't go any further than that, except for there was a glitch. That kicked a glitch in to locked us out of our payroll system. <clears throat> and on top of all that... Our Labrador got a serious eye infection and had to go to the vet and get uh, drops and cream and pills and wearing a cone on her head. Come on, that's too far when you mess with a man's dog. <laughs> She's... <clears throat> and listen, I was like, <clears throat> I'm like, you know what? I actually wrote it all down, <laughs> put it on the coffee table. And I'm like, enemy, you're going to watch me worship Jesus. You're going to watch me give him praise. <clears throat> and listen, here's some good news. <clears throat> Judy got home, Renee's mom got home, got new scans, and her lungs are clear. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> Sammy Robinson was here, had a word of knowledge about that. It was powerful. Uh, our AC system, there's a plan uh, to fix that. Our roofer, our roofer insurance thing got sorted, and insurance is paying for us to get a brand new roof. <clears throat> the financial stuff is getting sorted. Everyone in our family has recovered and is healthy, and even our lab is all the way better. <clears throat> Because Jesus is on the throne. Again, again, 
the, bo- the, the boxer Ali said, you don't lose because you get knocked down, you lose because you stay down. <clears throat> and we are, we are in a kingdom that is continually advancing. And some days advancing looks like we run. Some days it looks like we're soaring like eagles. And some days partnering with the advancement of God looks like I just stand for the ground that I've already taken. And on the really tough days, partnering with advancement looks like I get up again because I just got knocked down. But standing is the gateway to advancement. It's the gateway to running. How many people know you can only go as far as the foundation that you're being launched from? And that in this, in this, we're, we're called to take ground for the kingdom. I don't know if you've been here more than two weeks, you probably realize that we are raising up warriors, not pew sitters. (laughs) We, we, we want to take ground for the kingdom of God. We want to partner with the expanding and the advancing of heaven. <clears throat> but some days that looks like I just have to stand my ground. <clears throat> Reverend, Dr. Martin Luther, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said this, If you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl. But whatever you do, you have to keep moving forward. Thank you. How many people know? <clears throat> how many people know the devil only wins if you give up? That clock says I have 180 minutes left. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think I'll go by my watch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> our ability to move forward sometimes starts with our ability to get back up or our ability to stand in the face of trials and opposition. Uh, Isaiah 59 Verse 19, some translations say this. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. And, uh, you know, I like that. I feel like, you know, I feel like the enemy's been trying to come in like a flood, but he doesn't win. Not even close. (laughs) I'm not shaking in my boots. I'm not worried. I'm not questioning. I'm not wondering if God is good. I'm not... I'm not wondering who's going to win. He raises up a standard, but I think a better translation, I don't know if we were able to get those up. There was maybe a glitch with that too, but it, the Isaiah 59:19 in the New American Standard says it this way. It says, so they will fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun, for he will come, for he, speaking of the Lord, will come like a rushing stream, which the wind of the Lord drives. Do you know it's unique in there? The first translation says the enemy uh, comes in like a flood, but what is unique is the word enemy isn't in the Hebrew. The word enemy isn't in there. 
<clears throat> but, which is why the latter is a better translation, but the very last word is where translators wrestle, there's a lot of uh, different trains of thoughts on this, um, but which uh, the Lord in the New American Standard uh, translation, for he will come in like a rushing stream, which the wind of the Lord drives. <clears throat> um, but that, that word there, drives, is, is escapes. And so it's like, it's this, the wind of the, like, the Lord's not escaping. Who's escaping? Maybe it's the enemy escaping. It's, it's a strange translation, but I, but I think that there's a key that we're going to hit later. But how many people like the idea of the glory of the Lord rising from the sun? He will come in like a rushing stream, which the wind of the Lord drives. Uh, I want you to open your Bibles to Romans chapter five, and we're gonna we're gonna deep dive into Romans five a little bit, talking about perseverance and standing in the face of adversity. You know, the uh, the enemy wanted to wrestle, but when the enemy wants to wrestle, it's our job to make him pay. Okay, all right, if you want to wrestle, then you're going to pay for it. <clears throat> and I laid out the list, and we start worshiping over the list, and, and breakthroughs that I mentioned are happening, and more are on the way, and Jesus is still winning. Um, but in Romans 5, there is, a, there is a beautiful progression that's laid out here, and... and uh, I'm actually reading that one out of uh, the New King James, but that's okay. Um, there's a beautiful progression, and, and I think us learning this, like we are a company of people that is always talking about the advancement of God, always talking about the miracles of God, always talking about the breakthrough of God, as we should. <laughs> Amen? Because what we focus on in the kingdom grows. <laughs> but in that, we also have to know how to stand on the days that we're just called to stand, and we have to learn how to get up on the days that we get knocked down. I'm just going to read it first, then we're going to go back through and break it down a little bit. Romans 5, starting in verse 1. <clears throat> Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Not only that, but we also glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance, and perseverance character, and character hope. Now hope <clears throat> does not disappoint, because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who is given to us. Come on, that's good stuff right there. It's beautiful. And that we have, we have this hope in God that doesn't disappoint. And this, this beautiful passage of Scripture, it, it ends there, but it doesn't, it doesn't start there. And there's, there, there is this ascension that happens that leads us into the hope, the type of hope in God that doesn't disappoint and how many people want to live in that hope. <clears throat> but this ascension, it ends in that hope, but it starts with 
tribulations. How many people know that's not the starting place that you want to be? But it's, it's important to know how to fight through in this wrestle with God so we can take the ground that we're called to take. Is anybody with me? <clears throat> tribulations. It, the definition it here is persecutions, afflictions, distress, trials. It, 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 it means this, pressure that constricts or rubs together. And it's used of a narrow, narrow place that hems someone in. These are the trials and tribulations. And here it specifically is referring to the internal pressure that we feel in these moments of trials. There's another, there's another um, Greek word that is, means almost the same definition, but it's referring to the external realities. This is about the internal reality that rises up in those moments of trial. Especially, I'm reading, especially internal pressure or compression that causes someone to feel confined, hemmed in, or like they have no way to escape. Remember Isaiah 59, the wind of the Lord that what? Escapes. Whoa, that's an unusual meaning, unless the breath of God is blowing to help us escape the ways and the trials of the enemy. Because we have a good God. That was a good word right there. Yeah. <clears throat> These trials and specifically the internal, the internal pressures that build up, how we navigate these determine our ability to move forward in the kingdom. And this is, this is so key to grasp and get a hold of. Because trials... Or tribulations, these challenges, they produce perseverance. And this, this, this literally means this, to remain under something or to endure. To, to remain under for a season the challenge, to remain in the pressure cooker of the situation for a season. This is what it means. And per perseverance to remain under it produces something beautiful and that's character yeah. trials produce perseverance perservation perservation character <clears throat> now let's look at character it's the process or result of trial listen proving or approval a trial proof, tried and approved character. It actually comes, the context is what was used to test coins for their genuineness, for their, for their purity or their value. How many people want a counterfeit coin? Now you want one that's been tested and approved and guaranteed of its value. Do you know that the trials that the Lord allows to come our way are part of a testing and approving ground that, that, that approve and guarantee your worth and your value? 
How many people know that we are the treasure of the Lord? And listen, here's, here's my, my take, that God doesn't try us so that he can see our worth. He already knows it. God allows trials to come so that we can be attested and approved and qualified and guaranteed so we can see our value and our worth. <laughs> what, what has gone through the trial, and the word also connotates the group of something that's already been tested. So you got a pile of coins that come through, and you go through the process of testing them. This one's good, set it over here. This one, not good, it goes over here, counterfeit over here. And the pile, this specifically refers to the pile that's already been tested and approved. <laughs> that's character in the kingdom. Wow. What does it look like when the church begins to grow up in character? Come on, the, the world is looking for a bunch of believers who will manifest the character of God. Not wishy-washy, flighty believers, not people who are spouting their, their undeveloped, unchallenged, untested ideas all over social media. <laughs> but we have no idea how they operate and how they stand in the day of trial. We have no idea the real character. Wow. What if God releases a revival of character? That just felt good to say. <laughs> proof of genuineness. A proof through testing. <clears throat> what passes the necessary test, hence acceptable because genuine, validated, verified. Now, Trials produce perseverance, and perseverance produces character, and character produces something beautiful. Character produces hope. But listen, you have to have character to move into the hope. People want to short-circuit the whole process. They want the hope before the challenge. They want the hope before the trial, before the process. But do you know what births the hope is what has been approved through the challenge? Because, listen, the type of hope, again, this is the hope. This is not man's hope. This is not worldly hope. Like, I hope it happens. Maybe it will. Maybe it won't. It's not that hope. This is kingdom hope. The hope that does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit. Hope that does not disappoint. <laughs> what, what type of hope doesn't disappoint? What do you have hope in? What's already been tried, tested, and approved. Whoa. Do you know where you have hope that doesn't disappoint? Where you have hope in something that's already gone through the trial and been approved. 
Do you know the more times that you, that you get knocked down and you find the grace of God to get up again and to keep moving forward and not get discouraged and go, okay, and I mean, you're going to pay for that. And then you see God come and miracles happen and advancement happens. You're like, whoa, this really works. <laughs> you know, every time you do that, your hope for the next trial grows. To the point where the next trial comes and you're already giggling in advance. Why? Because you've gone through that trial before. You know, obviously God is perfect. We know his character, right? But you have proven to yourself your own character. Oh, I know how this goes. You swing at me. (laughs) I duck. I start praising my father. He shows up. He crushes you under his heel, and the kingdom advances. Come on, let's go. I'm preaching myself happy. (laughs) Hope. Hope. The expectation or confidence in, listen, the expectation, hope, or confidence in what is sure or certain, or been approved. Listen, we try to adopt worldly hope, which isn't grounded. It is flighty hope. I hope something happens. It's a coin toss. That's not the type of kingdom hope that God is trying to instill in us that doesn't disappoint. That hope is in what has been tried and tested and proven genuine. Hope, you can only have genuine hope in what you know to be true, what has been tried, tested, and certified. The, The kingdom hope is the joyful anticipation of good. Hope in what is certain, that which has been approved through testing. Thank you, Jesus. The question, listen, this is the real world. We're in a battle. We're behind enemy lines. We serve a victorious God. He's came and defeated the devil, taken the keys, given keys to men, and said, expand the territory, the borders of the kingdom. But we are doing it from behind enemy lines. We are in a battle. And if that's a shock to anybody, well, hello, welcome to Christianity 101. (laughs) But sometimes when trials come, God is growing our character and therefore our hope. But we will short-circuit the process because we ask God, Listen, the, the words, God, why are you testing me, can mean two different things. Same words, two different realities. One is a complaint. God, why are you testing me? Why are you doing this? Which really means, God, please make it stop. I don't want this. Get it out of here uh, as quick as it can be done. This shouldn't be happening. I thought you were good. I don't understand. My faith is wavering. God, what's happening? Same. Same words, or it can also mean, God, why are you testing me? What are you trying to teach me? 
What are you trying to draw up to the surface? What are you purifying so that the dross can be removed and you can approve the value of what's left? God, why is this going on? What are you trying to show me? One keeps us down. The other gets us up again. Thank you, Jesus. Listen, God's still moving. Miracles are still happening. Jesus is still on the throne. People are still going to get saved this week in Austin, Texas. (laughs) Miracles are going to happen this week in Austin, Texas. God is going to blow people's mind with his goodness this week in Austin, Texas. And then some days, listen, we've all been there. Some days you've, you've waited on the Lord and you got eagle, eagle's wings and you're soaring over all the problems and you're prophesying and things are breaking loose. And you're like, this is amazing. <laughs> Anyone else like those days? <laughs> and then some days, some days though, what God's asking you to do is stand. Keep the ground you've already got. And then on really bad days, he's just giving you grace to get up again. Because you can't move forward until you're standing. Come on. How many people believe Jesus is still winning? We're, listen, we're going to, we're going to pray. We're going to close. In just a second, I'm going to have you stand. But, uh. Some more good good news that happened during sabbatical is uh, the last service, I think it was the last service before I, I went on sabbatical, this kind of onslaught that I was feeling was was starting, and I don't know if anyone remembers, but I was like, man, the, the devil's trying to act up, so we're going to make him pay, and we're going to go after miracles right now. And uh, we went after miracles, and, and uh, several things broke out in that moment, people got healed. But during sabbatical, I got a report of a gentleman. I gave a specific word of knowledge about uh, pain behind, behind the knee. And um, a gentleman uh, that has a pretty um, uh, prominent job that has physical uh, testings. He, ha- he had this problem behind his knee. Didn't even realize that he was healed in the moment. But went home as the week went on, realized that this that this. Severe problem behind his knee. They've been going so long that he was starting to have to wonder if he needed a career change. Like, and he realizes that he'd been completely healed. Come on, yes. Come on thank you, Jesus. And uh, if you want to stand with God, if you want to stand in God, if you want God to, to infuse more strength and grace and the ability to stand in the midst of trials and tribulations, if you want to grow in character, I want us to all stand together right now. Thanks for listening to the Sermon of the Week. For more information about this podcast and other resources, please visit BethelATX.com.